Hello friends, and welcome to the In Between Light podcast. I am very excited to kick off our very first episode. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and step in between the light. Ed Warren, a former police officer turned self-proclaimed demonologist, was born September 7, 1926, and Lorraine Warren, who acted as a medium and clairvoyant, was born January 31, 1927. The Warrens, as they were better known as, were paranormal investigators. In the early 1950s, the Warrens founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, where they would utilize individuals from many different backgrounds, including police officers, doctors, researchers, university students, and even members of the clergy for their paranormal investigations. Some of their investigations have been popularized even further from film adaptations such as 2013's The Conjuring and 1979's The Amityville Horror. Given the fact that these films, as well as a few others, have introduced the Warrens to an entirely new generation, this is where we will begin. The Warrens claim to have investigated over 10,000 cases of paranormal activity. A few have been popularized by Hollywood and mainstream media. The film The Conjuring was inspired by the true story of the Perrin family that purchased a 14-room farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island. The Perrin family included Carolyn and Roger, along with their five daughters. According to Roger, his wife Carolyn saw an ad in the newspaper for the property. While off away from the family, Carolyn went and viewed the property, liked it, and then put down a deposit on the house. According to testimony from the family, the problems immediately started to begin. From seeing actual ghosts in the house to hearing the desperate cries of children coming from the basement. On one occasion, Carolyn, who was the mother, claimed that one day she woke to the smell of smoke in her bedroom. When she opened her eyes, Bathsheba was there and that is when she was given the curse. She also claims that upon giving her the curse, Bathsheba said to her, and I quote, Next time we meet, ye too will be dead. End quote. The reason Carolyn knew that this was Bathsheba was because she had done some research, and she found out that a spirit by the name of Bathsheba Sherman was a witch who had lived there in the early 19th century, and according to the Warrens, whoever had lived there in the house had died terrible deaths. Apparently, the house was cursed by the witch. But according to the parent daughters, not all the apparitions were harmful. There was a boy that they would play with from time to time. They said he was the friendliest of all the spirits that they had encountered, and that he would engage in tea parties as well as hopscotch regularly. Unbeknownst to them, his name was Johnny Arnold, and he was the boy said to have hung himself in the attic of the secluded farmhouse sometime in the 18th century. Other disturbances the family claims to have experienced were constant banging on the doors in the middle of the night that made it almost impossible to sleep. So many nights the family would gather in one room and sleep together, finding comfort in one another. Another entity within the home was something they actually named the Sweeping Ghost and could only be heard from far away. And whenever a family member would come close to it, the sweeping would stop. 
and only a pile of dirt in the middle of the room was to be found. There were also incidents of the children being thrown out of their beds violently while waking up to a putrid smell of rotting meat that seemed to accompany these specific happenings. But there was this particular spirit in the home that wasn't depicted in the film for some reason. Andrea Perron, one of the five daughters, when questioned about the particular ghost, said this, and I quote, Let's just say there is a very bad male spirit in the home with five little girls, end quote. In the Conjuring film, Carolyn Perrin is depicted as the one who contacts the Warrens, Ed and Lorraine. But in real life, it was a family friend who actually reached out to the Warrens that were at the time working on a case in nearby Connecticut. As Andrea Perrin recalls, who was one of the five Perrin daughters, and I quote, We actually never contacted the Warrens. Our friend Barbara went to see them in Putnam because they did things all around the area. They were informed about us, end quote. In the film, the Warrens were able to rid the house of Bathsheba and other spirits, but in real life, they didn't really help much. On one occasion, while having a seance at the old Arnold estate, the Warrens invited over a medium and a priest in an attempt to contact the spirits that were terrorizing the Perrin family. Allegedly, during the ritual, Carolyn was possessed by the spirit of Bathsheba, and levitated into the air in her chair and across the room. It was also said that Carolyn was speaking in tongues, and according to her daughter's memoir of the incident, she was speaking a language not of this world, and in a voice not of her own. This lasted for a few hours. The Warrens, according to Roger Perrin, performed an exorcism that eventually casted out the spirit that was tormenting his wife. After the incident was over, Roger Perrin, the father, threw the Warrens out concerned about his wife's mental being. Roger, during an interview of the incident, said, and I quote, She was possessed. Her entire body was distorted, and it lasted several hours until they de-demonized her, and then I threw the Warrens out. End quote. Now, we all know that Hollywood does have a tendency to exaggerate, mixing fact with fiction more often than not. Maybe all the things you see in the Conjuring film aren't entirely true, but I'll leave that up to you. We all have our belief systems, whether you are religious or not. One has to admit that there are good and evil forces present in our world that we do not control. Throughout the years, the Warrens have been ridiculed for possibly faking and exaggerating paranormal cases for their own benefit. One would have to do their own research and draw their own conclusions. Here's a quote from Ed Warren that I'll leave you with. Diabolical forces are formidable. These forces are eternal and they exist today. The fairy tale is true. The devil exists. God exists. And for us, as people, our very destiny binges upon which one we elect to follow. End quote. Looks like you made it to the end. I really hope that you enjoyed listening to our very first episode. If you guys do enjoy my content, please 
like and subscribe, or share this on any platforms. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it is at InBetweenLight. Or you can follow my other account at VHX Cinema. Cinema with an S. Thanks again, guys, for listening. And I'll see you next time in Between the Light.